Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. You li I'm listening to 49 of Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, 49ers faithful fans? It is absolutely incredible to be with you on this Saturday. It's a little bit different Saturday than most Saturdays. We don't have football tomorrow, at least not 49ers football, but still a lot to talk about. And so this episode is comprised kind of probably three different things. Um, we're going to be going over our bi-week grade. So the first quarter of the season is over. Every NFL team does this, um, even high school teams do this, where you divide it up into manageable bite-sized chunks so that you can reevaluate. In the bye week, you only get one. Every team wishes <laughs> you don't want the early one, but it might have been a blessing for the 49ers to get the early one because they got so much to fix. So we're going to be talking about grades, um, where all of the players, the starters for the 49ers rank amongst their position groups, according to Pro Football Focus. Not that that's like, you know, 100% gospel or anything along those lines, but it does give a good snapshot of where the talent or at least the execution of this year has been and where we're missing it. Um, some of the scores were shocking for sure. Um, then we're going to get into some film stuff. We're going to go around with some things that I hope change or get fixed and some things that they're doing well and need to continue, starting off with the defense. Holy cow, it's been incredible. So we've got that. And, of course, Saturday, our bets of the week. And I do want to say, I uh, just want to say thank you to all the Patreon supporters and all that stuff. You know, this is my bye week as well. Um, the defensive breakdowns coming out. I haven't got to that. We had training all morning uh, for teacher training. So I apologize for that. But that's going to be coming out soon. Again, trying just to catch up on some <laughs> husband duties around, you know, whatever, family stuff and all that. So we got a lot of stuff going on here. But don't worry. You're going to get every single film breakdown you could have ever wanted and more what's up mk green he says thanks for making this saturday afternoon better i love it and yeah let, 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 let's do this uh kaleo he says here's the birdie question do they fix brandon Ayuk's usage that's the question right and you know i i, I dove in deep <laughs> i went into snap counts and you know uh, target share and all this stuff and so the quote earlier this week was John Lynch on KNBR. And so he goes out there, and this is the quote, quote, he hasn't made the strides we expect him to, end quote. Talking about Brandon Ayuk. That's crazy to me. Now, again, we don't get to see practice. We don't get to see meeting rooms. We don't get to see weight room. We don't get to see how much time he's spending in the playbook. We don't get to see those things. But what we do see is we see the film. 
We see the game film. That hasn't been off. It really, really hasn't. And you could say, well, he's not getting a lot of separation. He's a contested catches guy. That's what the long arm span <laughs> is for. That's why you drafted him. And he's making very, very good use of the time that he does have. So, you know, it, de- it depends on what it is you're looking for. But l- let's let's jump into one of our Patreon clips. And again, if you don't, you're not on Patreon yet, head over there. We're approaching 200, baby. Uh, we are climbing, climbing, climbing. And I absolutely love just all the support that we have over there. It's incredible, the community itself. And tomorrow night, we have our Zoom hangout, which is incredible. So tomorrow, um, right before Sunday night football game, we're going to get together on Zoom and just kind of hang out, talk through some football stuff, see what we like, what we don't like, go over kind of the day's action, go over our bets and all that. And I I think I said 200. I'm sorry. I'm selling uh, short here. We're approaching 300. So I'm hoping to get there before the game next week. We're approaching 300. And once we hit 300 Patreons, man, I've got another jersey that I bought. I don't want to put it out there just yet that we're going to be giving away just as a special for our Patreon subscribers. Um, All the giveaways that we do on this show, all the new stuff that we get to bring out is because of them. So, again, just head over to Patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. Look that up. Join us there. But watch this clip. And this was a key play, one of the biggest offensive plays of the game. I I don't care about coverage. If Brandon Ayuk gets the ball thrown his way, good things are going to happen. He hits it. Hell of a ball, hell of a catch. But look at what he's throwing. Like, there's no wide receiver that's open. There's no receiving option that's easy. Like, look at what your choices are. Like, he has to throw into this? Yikes. And he completes it. A lot of the reason why he completed is because Ayuk's just a freaking beast. And just creates afterwards, too. How do you get a first down on this? Look at this. It's third and 20 or second and 25, whatever. I don't care. And they get a first down on one completion. Jeez, man. That is a hell of a ball. I hope we can peek in the corner of the screen, IU, just to see what Lance sees here. Because it's not much. There's no throwing window. Hey, good pass protection. Why is there good pass protection? Nobody's coming at McGlinchey. Sets up, looks to his left, works to his right. Oh, we can't see it, but man, look at, he catches this one-armed. That's a one-armed catch, man. That's a hell of a ball. Perfect location. Um, Not the best route, but you got to win at the catch point. And that, that's the thing, you got to help your quarterback. I mean, he put it on the upfield shoulder. That's where you want the ball. This dude's draped all over him. Good coverage, not a penalty. Both are fighting for the ball. Incredible job by the quarterback here. Incredible job by the wide receiver here. You know, it's 25 yards. You get, what? what's that? That's a 15, maybe 18-yard gain. But now IU can do things that, with the ball afterwards. Yak, right? Imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah, just watching that clip. I recorded the clip. I just keep, like, seeing it in my head, like, okay. Do you always throw the ball to contested wide receivers? No, you don't. No, you don't. But when they're so great at the catch point, that's key with George Kittle, right? With Brandon Ayuk. Debo, he's not a separation guy either. And yeah, he does have drop issues. We'll talk a little bit about that later. But you get him the damn ball. And the first thing you got to do is just get him on the field. So let's look at the snap counts because I think people were a little more upset than they should have been. I think we just had a little earthquake here. Uh, all my stuff is shaking. All right. Welcome to L.A. Uh, now, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so we stop it for an earthquake. I think my internet's still good. I think we're good. All right. Cool. Um, 
Week one, he had 27 snaps, Brandon Ayuk, of 55. So that was 49%. Not cool. Him and Trent Sherfield split it down the middle. Everybody was pissed. Week two, he saw an uptick. 40 snaps of a total of team high 70. So that's 57% week two. So it's increasing. Then week three, he was out there the whole time. 63 of 70 snaps, 90% snap share. Like, that's off the charts. That's Debo. That's the kind of snaps he gets when he stays healthy. Fourth week, 57 of 76. That's 75%. This week, 49 of 65. Again, 75%. I'd like it. You know, if I was, again, if, if I'm figuring out snap count usage, and they do this, by the way, they sit there and they say, okay, we've got 70 plays this week. How do we want them to divvy it up between running back, between you know linebackers, D tackle? They do this for all the position groups. They figure it out and say, all right, Debo's going to get ninety percent. Uh, if and if I'm doing this, I'm putting Brandon Ayuk on the eighty to eighty-five percent. That's where I want him. Now, seventy-five percent, I'm not too upset. We're you know what's that? An extra like seven snaps? I'm okay with that. But don't take him out of the game for number seventeen, Travis Benjamin who nobody wanted and got picked up on a practice squad and putting him in. Now, if, if you're rationing some snaps for Trent Sherfield, who needs to get some targets and some, some looks, not on IU level, obviously, or Jawan Jennings, who has looked incredible, that's cool. I get that. Don't take him out for Travis Benjamin. Don't do that. <laughs> that's not it. And so once the snap issue is addressed, then the target issue has to be addressed. You have to manufacture... Touches to get the ball into his hands, just like you do with Debo. You can do end arounds with Brandon Ayuk. You remember the crazy, like, you do quick screen passes to Brandon Ayuk. You remember the freaking amazing touchdown where he hurdled the guy? Uh, I think it was week two versus Philly last year. The dude can do it. You just got to get it to him. You can't allow. <sighs> they locked down our wide receivers all game. Arizona did. They did. Um, they didn't have to blitz very much. Because McGlinchey was just getting destroyed the whole time. And so, like, yeah, you got to get him the ball. You got to get him the ball. Throw him the damn ball. <laughs> we see what happens. It converted two huge first downs. Um, one of them was like a first and 25, and the other one was a crucial third down catch where, again, he was being held both times. You just got to throw him the ball. Get your playmakers the ball. That's what you got to do. Uh, Khalil, I love it. He says, any F-bombs this episode? I love the fire and passion, my brother. Uh, appreciate it, uh, Khalil. Um, Khalil, I don't know why I put an L at the end of your name every time. I, my emails would disagree with you. I got a lot of uh, lot of emails from some angry listeners talking about how negative I am and language and all that stuff. So it's what it is, man. And I feel like a lot of times... I, I want those emails, by the way. Like, you know, please reach out to me. 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. I love it when people share their stories, um, whether what they like, what they dislike, what they like about other shows. That's great. Bring it all in. I try to process as much as I can. But, yeah, um, I did get a little fired up last time. I, there's going to be some anger, especially in some of these clips that I share today. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's going to happen. But probably no F-bombs. We'll see. Yeah, I might get a little spicy. I do, I'm on, I think, coffee cup number two here. So I got a little decaf in there this time, which will help. Um, now, here we go. And again, Kaleo, again, no matter what Lynch says, it can't be worse than Travis Benjamin. He needs to be inactive. And the only way Travis Benjamin should see the field or the roster is if there's an injury. Stay with your you. Stay with the upside. That's what it is. Okay. Oh, what's up? Luke Luna, the man. I struggle with commitment, but I need Patreon. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think... 
that's the issue. And again, um, I saw somebody put on here, Tommy, what's up, man? He says he just joined Patreon. I saw that, man. Really do appreciate the support. It's just a lot of it's a lot of time and commitment to put the time up there. But Luke, your ideas and stuff, man, we need to get that stuff out there. So please do that. I cannot encourage you enough uh, to to start that up. Let's see here. Let's go through some position grades, okay? Where do our players rank amongst their I don't know position mates across the NFL? Right. Remember, there's 32 starters for each position and tackles, corners. There's way more than that. Right. There's 64 starters at tackle corner. You know, you go even further. It's 96. I'm pretty smart. There we go. Uh, things like that. So quarterback, that's where we're losing. OK, there's 35 quarterbacks that have taken snaps this year. And again, this is all pro football focus rankings. So take them with a grain of salt. But it does offer some context. Um, Lance is 30th out of 35. Not good. Jimmy's 28th. They're both bad. It's the most important position in sports. That's why we're two and three. Now, do you put it just on the quarterbacks? Hell no, you don't. No, you don't. But they've got to deliver at some point. You have to have one of them deliver at some point. Okay, Debo, he's ninth out of wide receivers. That's in the territory of the you know, people he's hanging out with. Man, incredible. Um, Ayuk was nowhere near anywhere on there. Kittle was sixth as the tight end. Dwelly was 46th. So, again, you look at that drop. You're dropping 40 spots. Top six tight end, which, again, you know, the injuries and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, that's a big drop. Alex Mack, 15th, right in the middle. Lakin Tomlinson, 11th. Again, guards are difficult because there's two starting guards. So that's out of, again, 32, right, 64. So Lakin's killing it. Brunskill, I was surprised. He's coming in at 33rd. Brunskill, he played really bad. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to show this clip, and this is a, a positive for Debo, who pancakes a guy on top of his own player, run blocking. And just a huge whiff for Daniel Brunskill, which he had so much. Listen to this grade that he had. It, it, we're going to talk about McGlinchey here in a second. And, yeah, McGlinchey's bad. There's no, we all know McGlinchey's bad. There, there's, there's nobody defending McGlinchey, I thought, until I posted a clip of McGlinchey. And people are upset because I said that he sucked. Um, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, these are grown men getting paid millions of dollars. You're allowed to say they sucked at a game. Like, they played bad. Like, they have thick skin, and if they don't, they have thick wallets. Go buy thicker skin. Like, toughen up, man. Like, it's okay to criticize players. That's okay. I'm not tagging them. I'm not saying I hate them. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I'm saying he sucked at the game. That's what I'm saying. That's allowed to be said. You can still be part of the faithful and say this player is playing poorly. Like, it, it's. I know I'm a positive guy, and I love that this is a positive platform to, you know, put out you know we, we're not selling narratives and things like that that's not what we're doing at all man Mike McGlinchey sucked this past week Daniel Brunskill was even worse he had a 13.7 pass blocking grade it's one of the lowest ever scored from a starter in pro football focus like history that's how bad it was so uh, watch this play and tell me that uh, gotta calm down uh, you guys already trying to get me riled up now <laughs> he's good they're going to basically take this away and force Trey to throw it deep later. Um, gosh, Brunskill just completely misses 
<laughs> it's the ground. It gets back up and seals the linebacker. This is funny and kind of good. Watch this. Just slips, gets up, seals the linebacker. <laughs> oh, what's up, baby? Look at Debo. Watch Debo on the right side of your screen. He's going to come in on the right side of your screen and pancake this dude. That's Buda Baker. Watch Debo right here. Just maintain that block. I'm going to run him all the way over you. Hell yeah. Impose your will. Yeah, what are you complaining about? You just got body slammed. <laughs> I, I love the mentality that permeates who Debo is to the point of his name, right? He's a bully. And even if he ain't getting the ball, he's going to show up and he's going to make you feel his presence. Even if it's a running play. I love that, man. I love that. Um, I want to say thanks for it. <laughs> I reminded. He said, Chapman, I heard you drop uh, another F-bomb on the Nitty Gritty Niners show. Man, I love that show. They're a lot of fun. It's more of a panel-driven show with Wayne Breezy. If you haven't checked it out, Nitty Gritty Niners, tell them Chapman sent you. Yeah, I was on there. It was fun. And, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. They're, they're a little bit more hot <laughs> of a show. And so, yeah, whatever. I'm there. And that was after a long day, too, because I just walked off the practice field. Um, I was exhausted. And it, it was good hanging out and just kind of talking. You know, you don't prep a lot for those shows. You just jump on and talk. It's a forum, which is good. And I think that's healthy. You know, I, I don't think people understand eh, not that's the wrong phrase to use like i'm on here live by myself it's so like it's all my notes which i have nine pages of notes here in front of me there's no like timeout. let me look that up there's no oh let me go check that out for you guys it's not that all these clips have to be preloaded in a correct order and check the audio formats like it's just different and so whenever i talk to people it's funny like they're like oh you do a podcast that's cool and i'm like well yeah, it's a podcast, but it's really a damn TV show, and I'm the executive producer as well. Which And it's live, which is stupid, because whenever I make mistakes, mistakes or you know, I start to lose my throat because I'm teaching and coaching and stuff, like I can't do anything about it. I got cough drops sitting right next to me. Sometimes I pop those in. Y'all don't notice. Uh, at least I hope y'all don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a fun show. Go check it out. It's a, it's a good time over there. Nitty Gritty Niners. They're incredible people. Crystal, um, Peachy. She's, she's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Tommy, can we fix the right side of our old line somehow? Ugh. There's some things you could try. Um, and as bad as our right side is, our left side is as good. I mean, for real. It, that, that's just kind of the difference. I wish we'd run to the left side way more. It would help us tremendously. But we don't do it. Um, again, look at Trent Williams. Number one graded tackle in all of football by a huge margin. He has a 93.4 score, which he might be the highest graded player for any position across, like, for all of the NFL. Like, that's how good he is. He's so good, he might be a unanimous all-pro player if the season ended right now. That's how good Trent Williams has been. Now, let's flip it. How bad's McGlinchey been? He's the 31st rated tackle in the NFL out of 72 that have started a game and had, I think it's like a hundred snaps. Um, so again, this is the problem. And I don't, this is, this is the rough part with McGlinchey. He's bad. He's really bad. I want to show you a clip how bad he is on back-to-back -back plays, but he does still get positive plays. Do I think that Jalen Moore should start to take a series or two away a game just to kind of see if he could, you know, translate something? Yes, I do. Do I think Jalen Moore's the eventual long-term right starter at right tackle? Ugh. I don't know if Kyle thinks that. Kyle wants him at guard. <laughs> Kyle really wants some guard work. 
But watch these clips, man. And yeah, there's lots of other issues in these clips I want to share. Trey makes a mistake. We'll talk about that afterwards. But golly, you watch one player back-to-back plays, it tells a pretty damning story. What what good did he do? What good did he do? He just literally looks at the ground and dives to the ground and goes on all fours. Like, this is just awful. He didn't even touch him. He didn't even touch him. He gets up and stops his own guy. This <laughs> Mike McGlitchy sucks, guys. Like he has he has completely gone the wrong direction. Gets up just in time to get back and stop the momentum of his own quarterback. Like that is just piss poor effort, awareness, and it's just bad. It's bad. I, I really do believe it is time to start getting more snaps. Now start McGlinchy, I'm fine with that. Uh more needs to get some work. McGlinchy is just destroying this offense. And in case you didn't know, let's watch this play right here. Mike McGlinchey touched nobody the play before. Let's watch him on the very next play. Tell me Mike McGlinchey's an NFL right tackle. Watch this. Oh, well, it's against J.J. Watt. Like, J.J. Watt's going to do this. J.J. Watt hasn't done this to anybody else this year. Nobody else. He just had the career day against freaking Mike McGlinchey. I'm sorry, Mike sucks. Let's just be real. This is piss poor play. Like, tell me, like, find one thing. Mike knows where the play's going. All you got to do is just crash down on him, gets behind him, wraps up against him, and helps him tackle his own guy. Back-to-back, -back, poor place. If he's injured, get him out. If he plays this poor, get him out. You got other players. Loyalty to these vets that continue to underperform, that is my biggest Shanahan critique. Yeah, and I think that's fair. And yeah, Trey Lance should have kept it outside, you know, uh, having a conversation just on Twitter, which is always fun with other film people, Rich. Like you said, Trey Lance should have kept that ball. That's right. That That's correct. However, I know he's the quarterback. Why is the quarterback, like, having to deal with all these issues for the vets? That That's the thing that, that bothers me. And, again, I see this, you know, this comment, like, gosh, uh, Mr. Superfly, we should have taken Durward James or Jair Alexander with the ninth pick. Now, going back into a draft 2020 stuff, I love that stuff because I, I do read drafts a lot of times, especially when I used to write. Um, I need to do that more often um, once high school football season is over. Good Lord. Uh, but the, the idea is this. We wanted a tackle big time. And we weren't the only ones that wanted McGlinchey. If you remember, we are picking nine. We took McGlinchey. The Raiders were going to take him with the 10th pick, and they traded out. Because they were so pissed off, right? That that we took their guy. We had Trent Brown. We traded him afterwards because he wasn't a fit and he didn't like playing injured, which is a big deal for Shanahan. Um, so yeah, like, was it a good pick? No, no, it wasn't. Was it a bust that people want to say? I don't think so either. Dude started for five years, stayed relatively healthy. Is he? He's an average tackle. That's just what he is. He's an average replacement level tackle that excels in the run game and. Uh, usually the outside zone run game, not the power run game. But so like, do I want McGlinchey long-term? Hell no, I don't. I don't think he's a bust. Is he Derwin James? No. But if we drafted Derwin James, I guarantee you everybody would be like, oh, injury prone players. We can't do this. Trading staff, trading staff. Derwin James, I think is probably the best safety in the NFL, even though he's only played two seasons. He's that damn good. Uh, Jair Alexander, for sure. I was lower on uh, Alexander. I thought he'd just be a nickel guy because he was so small. I was completely wrong on him, um, but he's incredible. Now, back to the tackles and where they rank. Here's what's funny. The Raiders, again, their first-round pick this year that I, I I had graded as a late third-round player, Alex Leatherwood, he's dead last out of 72 tackles. <laughs> they drafted him in the first round this year. 
Like he's that bad. They're already moving him to guard. That's how bad he is. But why don't? How do we fix this? Did you know that you can now win up to one hundred times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than thirty different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Jalen Moore is not fixing both positions. Obviously, Aaron Banks is Aaron Banks. Ugh, yeah, that's that's probably the biggest draft miss in a long time. The fact that he can't even get, you know, just a healthy scratch every week it's bad. It is bad. But it's not like they haven't invested in that position, right? You draft Jalen Moore, who they wanted to play tackle. Uh, you drafted the second round Aaron Banks. Like, they're trying to. they just not doing well with it. Um, and we'll have to see with Jalen Moore. I would prefer him over Brunskill at guard. I would prefer him over McGlinchey at tackle. Doesn't mean he's going to be great. He's going to give up sacks. There's no doubt about it. But not to the extent where McGlinchey literally was the worst player on the field the entire game. You can't have that. You can't have that. Shanahan's probably going to side him, which just breaks my heart. I really want this guy to move on. Oh, what's up, Devin? How you doing, man? He says, uh, John, I had no idea my Patreon wasn't going through to you. Just fixed it. Money flowing your way again, man. Appreciate the support. Uh, the Gatton brothers are the best of the best, if you don't know them. And if you're coming out to Chicago... The Gad Brothers, man, they're coming out big. They're bringing the grills. We're going to have unlimited brats, unlimited beer with some hot dogs and water, if that's not your thing, too. Tailgating at the Adler lot um, right next to the planetarium on Soldier Field. It's incredible. We're going to have the best time in the absolute world. And so if you haven't done those yet, we only have a few spots, guys. Um, we're limiting it to 70 people because again, we have limited, we can't just run to the store. Uh, we're bringing the beer and the food and the grills and all that stuff. 30 bucks, unlimited beers and brats at, before the game, we're starting three and a half hours before in the Adler lot. If you want tickets again, we're almost halfway sold out already. What happened when we did this in Philly, man, um, I got over a hundred requests the day of the game and the day before. Do not wait. We're going to have to turn people away. I already know this. If you want tickets, go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. 
Click on the tailgate, buy as many spots as you need. 30 bucks for unlimited everything. Okay, try to build a community. Come out. I'm going to be there. Host Chuck B is going to be there. The guy we do the draft content with. Dale with Eat Sleep Fantasy that does a lot of the graphics and stuff that you guys see here. He's going to be there. Um, he's helped out the podcast a lot as well. It's going to be a blast. Uh, Eric Crocker's coming out. I think Jason Aponte is. Vish is coming out. Like We're going to have a, just an awesome, awesome time. Um, so please come on out. And again, not to mention we're throwing our party the night before. So 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, we got the Saturday night party, we got the Sunday morning tailgate before the game in Chicago, and if you're playing long term, we still got our LA, LA stuff up there. So uh, come out there, thank you Devin, appreciate all the support as always. Now let's go to the defensive side. Let's look at where everybody ranks. Starts with the D-line and it's bad, okay? DJ Jones, 24th, that's great, that's perfect for interior defenders, that's great. Kinlaw's 94th. Javon Kinlaw has not been good this year, and every game has gotten worse. I don't know what's up with his knee, if that's the issue. The first game he was out there, he was great. Stuffing double teams, Fred Warner had his best game. Second game back, yeah, gave up a little bit of ground. Fred Warner didn't play as well. Third game, it was awful. Fred Warner had a bad game. Um, he's just not impactful. And a lot of that has to do with Javon Kinlaw. I don't know where that knee is. You know, he's limited still in practices and all that stuff. This bye week could do him well. We have seen Kinlaw healthy. We saw him for a full year dominate against the run. That has left as his knee issue has arisen. Who knows where he's at with that? Um, we don't know. But that's something that we've seen good tape. We've seen a lot of good tape. We've seen a lot of bad tape. So that's one of the issues that got to get fixed. Street, Contavious Street, 97th. Like, that dude should not be playing football. Um, again, I do not want him. But now we look at the edge. This is crazy to me. The number one rated player on our defense is not Nick Bosa. He's second. Nick Bosa's second. Number one, Eric freaking Armstead, baby. All you people clapping at Eric Armstead, talking trash for years. You're wrong. The dude is incredible. He's the third highest rated player for defensive ends in the NFL. Third. Third. Miles Garrett, <laughs> DJ Watt, freaking Eric Armstead. And he has been that damn good in the run game. Pressures. Now, is he getting quarterback hits? No. Um, but the dude is just does not make negative plays. He lost contain a couple times the last game, but... Man, he's playing so well. And Nick Bosa, he's fourth. So we have the third and fourth best defensive ends in the NFL currently ranked, again, by Pro Football Focus. It doesn't mean that's where they are. Obviously, Bosa, I think, is way ahead. Bosa's playing defensive player of the year caliber. The stats back that up. Five sacks, all his tackle for losses. Dude is for real. Arden Key, he comes in at 69th. Nice. Um, Samson, 92. He's been a disappointment. D Ford, 94th. Got those three sacks. That's awesome. He's disappeared of late. We have seen this. Where D Ford comes out and you see it. You, it's, it's an eye test. You see the speed. You see the bend. You see the impactfulness. And then you also see later on as the season goes along, D Ford's not tricking anybody. He's not pressing the edge or anybody. We got to figure that out. Um, we, we've got to change something there. Now, listen to this. This is probably the most shocking grade. I think there's two more big surprises. Fred Warner is currently the 33rd rated run, uh, linebacker in the NFL. 
I think that's pretty accurate with what I've seen on film. Um, I don't think that he's been bad. He just hasn't been explosive or a playmaker. And a lot of that has to do with the defensive tackles in front of him getting thrown out of the way. That's the issue. That's the issue. So can Warner still be an all-pro level guy? Yes. Has he been? No, I don't think so. I would say no. And how much of that is when Drake Greenlaw left, he's more on his plate now. Aziz has played great. Aziz is 41st, right? So Aziz is doing his job as a fill-in. But Fred Warner at 33, that bothers me. Listen to the quarters. This made me chuckle, man. Number 27 is, get this, 21st rated corner in the NFL. He's our highest rated corner. <laughs> and the turnover was key, and he's been good at nickel. I ain't going to lie. Like, he has not been bad. Um, pretty positive in the run support. He was awful um, outside, even though he was only out there for like half a game. It was terrible. Mostly is 31st. Demo, 64. Josh Norman, 96. A lot of those are the penalties and the low snap counts. Um, take that for what you want. Safeties, Jimmy Ward, 18th. Pretty solid. Tart, 25th. Nothing wrong there. Again, that's 64 safeties because you got two safeties out there. Every team does. So uh, nothing that you're really, really upset with. Now, before we jump on, I got some more stuff, some more film. I want to talk about Jermichael Hasty. Uh, but before we do that, we got to say a quick word to our sponsor. Then we got our bets of the week. Is there anything better than sweating out a fourth quarter win and coming away with cash in your pocket? Well, at my bookie, there is. Make your first deposit and receive double, twice as much, your money before you ever even place a bet. You double your money at my bookie. That's a dollar for dollar match on whatever you throw down up to a thousand dollars. Now with that extra scratch, you can get all in on the biggest games of the week, including the Sunday night matchup, Buffalo versus Kansas city. Or if you want to bet the 49ers versus Cardinals, there's so much action over there. And as if you needed any other reason to head to mybookie.ag to celebrate the start of major league baseball playoffs, go giants. My bookie is hosting a $20,000 black deck, blackjack tournament for free did you hear that twenty thousand dollar blackjack tournament for free winning season's here so get in the game get to mybookie.ag now use promo code 49ers 49ERS to get your double deposit bonus or you can scan the QR code on the screen right now again that's promo code 49ERS so you can double your funds to double your winnings bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie all right, so uh, no Niners bets this week, obviously, uh, but I do have a three-team teaser. What a teaser is, uh, it's a seven-point teaser. So whatever the spread is, each team gets seven extra points on top of that. Now, all three of these things have to happen to get paid, but you're betting with Vegas instead of against them, okay? So my three games, I'm taking the Bengals over the Lions. So again, with our seven points... The Bengals are plus three and a half points. So it's basically like they start the game out with three and a half points. So Bengals can lose and we still get paid. Um, the Bengals' only two losses were the last second field goals against some pretty good teams. Detroit's tough and all, but a lot of injuries, not near as talented. And again, worst case is it's close, a field goal game. We still get paid there. Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers over the Ravens. And it, but again, pay attention. I think the Chargers are one of the top three teams in the NFL. But with this spread... We get nine and a half points. Nine and a half. 
So the Chargers will have to lose double digits to the Ravens. I know Lamar Jackson's just been unreal, but I think the Chargers are a great damn team. This is going to be a close game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Might be the game of the week. And then I'm taking, man, I love this. Give me all these points. Texans made me a lot of money last week. Hopefully you bet with us. Texans plus 17 points versus the Colts, who we play next. So, going to be watching this one like a hawk. Uh, I'll take those 17 points. Davis Mills has been really, really good. Okay, What he did versus Bill Belichick's defense was unheard of for a rookie quarterback. Um, yeah, I know they lost at the end there. And again, I'm not thinking the Texans are going to win. I don't even think the Texans are going to be close. But 17 points? I'm not sure the Colts. I, I just don't see it, man. Uh, the Colts' D is not the Pats' D. And they've allowed the 23rd most points Colts' defense. So, again, if the Texans put up 14 points, we're getting paid. Because that that's 31 points right there. I don't see the Colts get that much. I'm pretty excited about it. That bet 10 to get paid 12. And then I'm also putting a lot of bets in against Seattle. I do not believe in Geno Smith. There's no Russ. There is no fuss. <laughs> I, I'm sorry I did that. That was very uh, Collinsworth S. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. I apologize. Y'all can downvote this video. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, no Russ, no Carson. That's a bad roster. Now, I don't like the Steelers at all, but that defense is for real. It's very, very good. So the spread is five points. I bought half of a point. So I bet four and a half. Um, so again, Steelers have to win by four and a half. And I'm also betting the money line as well, just that the Steelers win straight up. So I want to put those bets and a couple more up on Patreon for you guys later after I finish this episode. So again, if you want to bet with us, that's there. Double your deposit. That's where it all is. All right. Now let's talk about Jamichael Hasty because I think it's important. When the injuries took place to the running back position, namely the fourth play of the game, I think it was, when Raheem Mostert went out, Shanahan tilted. Not in a good way. He tilted. And he started not trusting where he was and what he should be doing on offense. He's getting too cute. He's trying to, like, he's abandoning the running game because he doesn't trust his running backs. When Jamichael Hasty comes back, you're finally going to have, we thought it was going to be Sermon and Mitchell being that one-two punch. But again, the disdain that Kyle Shanahan has for Trey Sermon is immense. I mean, he does not trust him at all. Sermon got two snaps, guys. Two snaps. And like, like I will say this as well. I do believe Elijah Mitchell has been great. I have no problem with him whatsoever. But we need a better third down back. And we don't have that right now. We're using check and he's great. Not, not knocking him at all, but that's not his skill set. But see, this play right here I thought was awesome. Uh, I'm going to share this with you. This is Elijah Mitchell swing pass. I want so much more of this. But Jamichael Hasty was the third down back from week one before he got injured. So, man, you, you incorporate another running back that Kyle Shanahan can trust and maybe we can actually run the ball with our running backs? Good things coming forward. It's not even a check down. This is the design play call. You could tell because everybody's blocking right here. And so there you go. You get it out. And just Elijah Mitchell's so damn good. Nice blocking by Dwelly here. Get a very positive play. And almost, watch him pump fake it because Chandler Jones gets right there. Pump fakes it and finds the window. It's a damn good play. I wish we could have got some more plays into this, but they started keying on it. Nice play on the edge. Nice play on the edge. Yeah, Chandler Jones is, you know, I told you before the game, the dude's that good. 
There it is. Nice block, Dwelly. Nice block. Good job. Get Sherfield out there. He needs more snaps. Not 17. Not 17. Not 17. And so the good thing is this, because what's happening right now is Kyle Shanahan's taking Elijah Mitchell off the field on third down to let him rest and just using him first and second down. You don't have to do that anymore. Once you get Jermichael Hasty back, which he will be back next week, um, then now you can spice it up a little bit more. And so you can leave them out there. You can throw swing balls to them out on the flats. You can check down to them. You can run some more screens. We haven't been doing that just because, I don't know, it's almost like Kyle was just scared to use him as much as you should have. And so we'll see here. And again, this, you know, Hasty comes back, great news. I was hoping we'd get Jeff Wilson back soon. You know, late October was the goal. They're saying November now. So add a whole nother month on, you know, four to five games that we're going to be waiting for Jeff Wilson. Now, if Jeff Wilson comes back and is fully healthy, that's a big if. But if he does, he's going to be running back one for this team. He will be ahead of Elijah Mitchell. He will be ahead of Jermichael Hasty. He will be ahead of, this is a given, Trey Sermon. He would be the number one guy. Will that happen? Yeah, we'll see there. Uh, we'll have to see there. Now, before we jump over to defense, uh, I want to talk a little bit of D'Amico respect just because he was great. What I wanted to do was kind of hone in and focus a little bit more on Trey Lance and some of the decision-making because there was a lot of bad decisions by Trey, obviously. Um, the protections and the audibles and all those things, that's not going to be his strength in his very first start ever. But... We did have some of those. And pay attention to this. He switches the line call, and it works for a huge success. Hey, got to give it to him. Nice block right here, Mike McGlinchey. Nice block, Mike McGlinchey. Better block, Lakin Tomlinson. And he checked into this play. That That's that's key. You know, you, this is first start. Fourth youngest player in the NFL history started quarterback. Look at this guy checking into the right run play to get this. Like, that cannot be lost. Awesome block right here. Awesome block right there. Nice cut. Look at 17 even blocking down there. Look at that. That's a damn good run play. Yeah, and I mean, again, it starts up front recognizing where the strength is of the defense and the weakness, and then manipulating the offensive line to go there. And it works. Trey didn't do that every time. Trey made bad read calls. He made ba bad line calls. And that's to be expected. But, again, this is a rookie quarterback. Youngest in the NFL. There's so many positives there. Check out this read option read. I thought this was perfect. J.J. Watt crashes. I hope he pulled it. Perfect read. Pulled it. You got one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, that juke ain't working. That juke is not working. Golly. He's, the fight's there. So what you've got to learn to do here as the quarterback, perfect read, by the way. Perfect read. Okay? Now you got to get upfield in an angle that supports you. And so you just got to press to outside to limit the hits and go out of bounds. And this juke stuff, I know it worked in college. That ain't it no more. That's not it. You got to get the angle again. Patrick Mahomes not near as fast as Trey Lance, not near as big as Trey Lance. Like he doesn't get hit because he understands. Like I'm going out of bounds every time. I'm not getting hit. That's two unnecessary hits. And the will, the effort, all those things are great. But you've got to be smart, especially whenever he's 16 runs plus two sacks and all the other quarterback hits from Mike McGlinchey right here. And see how he tried to two-way him. No, you just press straight to the corner. 
Just press straight to the corner. Like, as soon as you keep it, you just run straight to the corner. Get your four yards, get out of bounds without getting hit. You're as fast as this guy. Keep going. Press this way, not up at him. See how he, that's not what you're trying to do. We're not trying to get a touchdown right here. Just press, stop getting hit. Instead, you get two giant hits. Three giant hits. Good job, refs. Helmets off. Way to, way to step in. Way to step in. Yeah, if any, the worst game, uh, I said McGlinchey was the worst person on the field. I was wrong. The refs were the worst uh, in that game, but then McGlinchey was second. Um, anyway, now let's do some D'Amico respect because it's incredible. You know, Jason Aponte put this out there on Twitter, friend of the show. A 40 yards defense allowed 27 rushing yards combined. 27 rushing yards combined to Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. Did you hear that? Do you remember what this used to be the biggest weakness of this team? Not, not the defense, the team. Stopping mobile quarterbacks. It's not an issue anymore. It's not. Uh, Russell Wilson had 26 of those yards. Kyler Murray had one. Dude's leading the NFL in like rush yards. I think him and, uh, actually, I think, what's his name? Lamar Jackson took it from him uh, this last game. But like he has been elite. He was the MVP front runner before he played us. Now, Lamar took it from him because we held him in check. And so you go from, okay, the biggest issue for your defense for three to four years was mobile quarterbacks. No, we did great. We did great. The two biggest tests of the year, we, we held them in check. Now we get to play, again, um, you know, we'll, Russell Wilson will be healthy and back probably by the time the schedule, and I think that's a good thing. I want to be, I think this is Russell Wilson's last year in Seattle. I really, really do. I, I think that situation is going to be a mess. I think it's over. I want to beat Russell Wilson when he's healthy with the Seattle Seahawks. I don't want him out for that game. I don't. I want to beat him. But you you go from it being the main issue to now, what are the main issues of the defense? Lack of turnovers, that's number one. We forced two turnovers in five games. That's not going to win football games. And number two, pass interference calls. So now those are the things you got to correct. The problem is, they're both one and the same because it's relying on a secondary that maybe isn't too talented. I mean, your, your safeties are good, but they don't force turnovers. They never have. They're never going to. Your corners, uh, suspected best. So if you get the pressure up front with your ends, which is working, defensive tackles got to step up their game. Maybe some of those turnovers can start to go your way. Now, another thing uh, that I want to leave you guys with because I think this is important. This is where the 49ers defense has been stellar. They are sixth best in the NFL on third down stops. 19 of 58 third downs. That's how they've allowed 19 first downs on 58 third downs. That's 32%. That's awesome. That's with all those damn pass interference penalties. They are killing it. They are third best in the NFL on fourth downs. Teams have gone forward on fourth down seven times against us. They've only got two. That's a 28% success rate. That's just incredible. Now, let's flip the script. Okay, We talk about complementary football, which is what the 49ers are designed to do. They haven't done it well this year. The offense has not lived up to it. Okay, Third downs, the offense ranks 24th in the NFL out of 32 teams. That puts us in the bottom third. We have only, out of 59 opportunities on third down, we've converted 21. That's 35%. That's horse manure. Ho horse manure. Okay, fourth downs, 
even though we went like one for four this past week, we are actually 13th, so slightly above average in the NFL. We've gone for fourth down 10 times in five games, so that's about twice a week. I'm smart. Um, we've converted five out of 10, so 50%. So that's okay. You can deal with that. I know we just, if we would have got just one of those damn fourth downs this week, this past week, probably would have won the game. But, you know, we, we missed that one. So you got to move forward. You know, what is Shanahan going to do with the quarterback decision? I think he, he's, he's, got, he's going to go back with Jimmy. Um, is it what I want? No, but it, we know what Kyle's going to do. If you if you don't think Jimmy Garoppolo starting against the Colts Sunday night, uh, um, again, not saying that's what he should do. I'm telling you what he would will do. That's what's going to happen. The worst thing that could happen, however, is you just put Trey Lance on the bench and you don't give him any snaps. Trey Lance needs snaps. Everybody agrees with that. Let the dude play. Now, if you're going to start Garoppolo, that's okay. I want 10 to 20 snaps for Trey Lance. Allow the transition to take place. Allow him to learn. And it's not like Garoppolo's been lighting it up, even if he does light it up. Let's say we go out there and it's up 21-0. Still working, Trey. Anytime Trey is on the field, positive. You guys are awesome. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Remember, tomorrow we have our Zoom hangout. Uh, you got to join the Jerry Rice tier over at Patreon. We're going to hang out for about an hour, just talk, share some stories, talk some football. It's going to be a blast. Please head over there, try it out. Try it out. You don't like it? Money back guarantee, no questions asked. Hey, John, just not my thing. I can't really make it. I just don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Cool, no problem. Boom, refunded. That easy, okay? If you want to support the show, that's the best way to do it. Thank you, guys. As always, you're incredible. And as always, stay faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.